0: Hi, I'm Edwin, and I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Oh, eternal Impact. Welcome to Text Talk. Happy Friday, Edwin. Happy own. Friday, Andrew. As another week draws to a close, we are in anticipation of meeting for worship here at Livingston on Sunday. If you're going to be in the Tampa area, we would love for you to come out and join us. All the information you need for that is at our website, christiansmeethere.org, christiansmeethere.org. Of course, as we're drawing our conversations on Psalm 28 to a close today, we have another translation to read, I guess a paraphrase translation to read, and this is Very new. Very new paraphrase. This is
1: very new. Apparently it came out in 2019. Okay, that's fresh. Yeah, so let me just talk about this real quick. I want to jump in here. When I was studying this psalm, I just took those last two verses and had a bit of a theory about that being the song of David that he says he's going to sing. And so I had just thrown out a request on Facebook for somebody to turn that into a song and got from a friend of mine, Matt Bassford, that uh, he's actually working on the Psalms, trying to do some paraphrasing of them in the, for hymnody, so that they could be sung in worship. So let's just make sure we understand exactly what this is of Psalm 28. It is a paraphrase. It is not a translation. I don't think Matt knows Hebrew, so he's not looking at the Hebrew and coming up with this. He's taking the English translations and paraphrasing But for a specific purpose, he's wanting to put it in words that we could sing. He says that he thinks this song would be sung in the tune of I Love Thy Kingdom, Lord. But I just wanted to read this, and maybe hopefully it'll become clear afterwards why I wanted to. So here's, here's Brother Basford's paraphrase for hymnody purposes. To you, O Lord, I call, do not be deaf to me. If you are silent, I'll descend to depths of misery. With pleading in my voice, I cry to you for grace. Regard the lifting of my hands toward your most holy place. Oh, do not drag me off with those who practice sin, deceiving all with words of peace while evil lurks within. According to their works, give them their due reward, for surely they must be undone who do not fear the Lord. How blessed is the Lord, for he has heard my voice. With all my heart, I trust in him, and with my song, rejoice. Our refuge and our strength, he saves us from all harms. O oh Lord, bless your inheritance and bear us in your arms. So I'm just going to tell you, I felt like that was way better than the Bay Psalm book and that psalm we read a few weeks well, ago. Wow, that's
0: just chronological <laughs> snobbery right there. <laughs>
1: I don't remember where I read it, but I really liked this suggestion, and that is that in verse 7, the Lord is my strength and my shield, in him my heart trusts and I am helped, my heart exults, and with my song I give thanks to him. Mm -hmm. And one of the folks that I read, one of the commenters, said that they saw verses 8 and 9 as the song of thanks. Mm -hmm. That David says, I'm going to sing my song. I'm going to give thanks to him. And notice that verses 8 and 9 shifts from being personal to being corporate from being personal to being communal, from sure. being personal to being about Israel, individual to communal. The Lord is the strength of his people. He is the saving refuge of his anointed. Oh, save your people and bless your heritage. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. Mm-hmm. And so here is this this song of exaltation that he wants to sing, and he's, he's going to sing it to God. He's going to sing it for the people to yeah. hear and to know. And it's, it's this... Um, conclusion that says if this is how god works for me his anointed his king Mm -hmm. this is how he works for his people
0: but here's the song and it it seems to me that that, i love that i love this concept of a song within a song an inception song Uh, (laughs) I mean, that's great. That's really great. (laughs) Yeah,
1: absolutely. And so I I would love for us even just to have these two verses made into a song of worship that we could could use even today to remember the Lord is the strength of his people. He is the saving refuge of his anointed. Oh, save your people and bless your heritage. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. Which, as you pointed out, does take us back to Psalm 23.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will dwell in
1: the house of the Lord forever, forever. because he's my shepherd mm-hmm. who has led me from pasture to palace.
0: Yeah. The echoes of Psalm 23 are really strong there. Oh, verse absolutely. Nine. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So anointed, uh, you, you really wanted to bring out bring that word out. So what uh, what well, is it that you're you know, thinking about with
0: that word? On Fridays, you know, every Friday is a good Friday on Text Talk. And we explore how these psalms are pointing to or alluding to Jesus Christ. So many levels that they do. But certainly our ears have to perk up a little bit when we see Messiah, when we see anointed. And uh, certainly to give credence to the understanding that it means the chosen one of God. David, of course, was anointed, chosen to be king. The priests were anointed. But ultimately, all of this points to the Messiah, the anointed. A blessing of being one of God's people in Christ is that we are the anointed, right? And so it's it's um, pointing to Jesus, but understanding that in Jesus, here is ultimately the saving refuge for the people of God. The strength of the Lord is found in Christ, Because of Christ, we are his people, in verse 9, and ultimately that inheritance, Mm. that kingdom of people that he wants around him in the throne and glory of heaven forever. Okay, so I've got some questions for you on this.
1: Do you see this as David saying—okay, so initially in the context, David is the one who is the anointed, right? I would think so. In in the initial writing context. So this is what— stopped me as I'm reading this it's the lord is the strength of his people the saving refuge of his anointed and the anointed there is singular he's not referring to all yeah. of israel and yet do you see this is my question do you see that what david is saying is hey i'm an example i'm i'm the epitome of this and what god does for me as the anointed the head of the people he is doing for his people do you see that connection that that logical conclusion yeah Okay, I do. All right, good. Because you know that—that's the idea that David is saying is as if this is the way life works for the king. It's the way it works for his people. All mm-hmm. right, now, who is our anointed? Mm-hmm. G- our king is Jesus. Our king is Jesus. Okay. So if what David was saying, hey, look at what God has done for me, he does this for everyone who is a part of his heritage, who is who is under this headship. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, if Jesus is our king, how did God fulfill being the saving refuge of the anointed?
0: I would begin with, and I appreciate you pointing out singular, but with the resurrection, that he would not allow his anointed to see corruption. Boom. So by lifting him up from death, what's he going to do for all his people right yes. we're going to have resurrection and victory over death
1: that is exactly the point i'm getting at that when i when i realize that what the lord does for his anointed the head of his people it's what he's doing for his people mm-hmm. david is david is giving us this meditation of where he has been and where his despair has been and where his struggle has been and where uh, and but but leads us to the lord heard and delivered and this is the way it works for every one of his people when it's tied to the anointed, now I learned something about what it means to be in the covenant that is based with Jesus.
0: Can I tell you what I love about that, too, is it calls us back to the beginning of the psalm where we talked about the simile, but the fear, I don't want to go down to the pit. I don't want to be like those who go down to the pit. And so what's the ultimate reversal? The
1: resurrection. resurrection.
0: Yes. Yeah. And this is another one of those places
1: where Jesus, in some ways, did become like those who go down to the pit. Sure. I mean, in some ways. That's that's an understatement. And yet, he came out Mm -hmm. in resurrection. Mm -hmm. It was this defeat. There was no shame. For a couple of days, there was shame. For a couple of days, there was rejoicing from the enemies. But on day three, on the third day, he came forth. Mm-hmm. and that's what we have to look forward to, and he will save us, his people. He will bless us because we are his heritage. We often talk about the inheritance or the heritage we get from the Lord. I often overlook the fact that God's people are his he heritage. Has a
0: heritage, yeah.
1: And, and think about how precious that is to him. That's That's who we are. We are the precious heritage that he wants to protect and preserve and save and deliver as demonstrated by what he has done with our anointed king. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me just say, I I just have to say this. We, we joke around about every Friday being good Friday. And I'll tell you what, that's because every Sunday for us is Easter. Mm, amen. We, we don't have an Easter Sunday that is somehow special. We recognize that Sunday is the day of the Lord. It's amen. the day on which Jesus was resurrected. And so you and I, we get together every Lord's Day and participate in the Supper of the Lord, remembering Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Mm-hmm. And, and we are proclaiming his death until he comes. That's right. And and why do I want to proclaim his death until he comes? Because I understand that his death, burial, and resurrection says something about me for mm-hmm. when he comes. Mm-hmm. And if I'm, if I'm living at that time, then I know I'm going to be changed and be with him eternally. If I have died at that time, I know I'm going to be resurrected. I'm going to be resurrected mm-hmm. uh,
0: because that's what God does with his people. And because he's living, he can shepherd us and lead us. We follow the good shepherd. And He will bear us up forever, 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 forever. Eternal. eternal eternity.
1: Wow! All right, I think the week is over. There's so much <laughs> that we were able to get from Psalm 28. This is just—it's a great, outstanding, song. It's a great song. I have to tell you, though, as amazing as this been been for me, I've already been looking into Psalm 29, and I think i are excited ours, for Monday. Oh I man, I think our conversations on Psalm 29 are going to be great, but they're not even going to be able to scratch the surface about how amazing that psalm is. I'm looking forward to it. Why don't we go ahead and wrap up this week with a prayer? Andrew, you want to close us out?
0: Our great God and Father, Lord, thank you for this day. Father, our heart is to praise you for your goodness. We pray, Father, that you might be merciful to us. Make the distinction, God, and not drag us down or sweep us away with a just judgment upon the wicked, but may we be forgiven in Christ. You are our Lord, and you are our strength. You bring us salvation through the anointed, through the Christ. We pray, God, that you might save us in him. Bless us, shepherd us, and lead us, and bear us, Father, forever. We want to be with you forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
1: Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today.